0: Hey, this is Laura Gao, and you're listening to First Principles, a podcast about anything philosophy or personal growth from the perspective of First Principles thinking. And today, I want to talk about happiness. I would like to make the case that there is one factor and only one factor alone that causes happiness, and that is harmony. And uh, I think someone like Gandhi Gandhi once said that, I quote, happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. So what does this mean? Basically it means like when you think about happiness, what do you mean by happiness? and? When I thought about what happiness would mean, I uh, here were a few things that I came up with. Firstly, it has to be long-term. It has to be um, fulfillment that lasts for a rather long f- period of time, rather than those short, fleeting moments. And this relates to the hedonic, um, the hedonic baseline, the hedonic adaptation model of happiness in psychology, where your happiness will fluctuate up and down uh, in the short term, but in the long term, your happiness will always return to the hedonic baseline. So your baseline happiness. And that's also what Weibo Y calls a mundane, mundane Wednesday. And yeah, so one definition of happiness would be that you need this long-term fulfillment. But another one I would say is that you'd need to be satisfied with where you are in your life. And the third definition I thought of was having a peace of mind. Having the peace of mind, right? But the second one, to be satisfied with your place in life. What does that mean? It means you are, it means what you want from your life and what you have are aligned right they are the same and if you want more than you currently have then you won't be happy if you want to achieve great things if i want to be if i want to be an entrepreneur but i have not taken that step to do so then i will have the regret of not starting and that probably won't make me very happy but someone else who desires Mira desires financial freedom and a loving family can be very happy in the same condition because what they desire and what they have are aligned. So that's why I say there's one factor alone to happiness. And even in the hedonic baseline adaptation. Like where does your baseline return to? Where where do the up and downs return to? Your baseline is how satisfied you are with your place in life. Ultimately, it's the long term, and in the long term, it would be what you if what you want and what you have are aligned and in harmony. And similarly, I think you a lot of you might have heard the equation that happiness is reality minus expectations right? So if I work hard to try to achieve happiness, if I, if I want to be an entrepreneur, I start the startup, I work hard to it. I am trying to bring reality up to my expectations. I desire entrepreneurship and I am working to meet that gap between reality and expectations by moving reality. But what this mean that I could do it the other way around? I can change my expectations. I can try to make it so I no longer desire to be an entrepreneur. I can make myself happy with whatever I currently have with a loving family and a stable job. And I can still be happy. And I would make the case that happiness is caused by one factor alone, which is harmony, right? So if you can change your mental state to match reality, then you can be happy. You can be happy. Happiness, and this also relates to saying that happiness is internal and not external, right? Because the one factor to happiness is harmony. That as Gandhi says, what you say, what you do and what you oh what you think what you say and what you do are in harmony so what you and also that relates to what you have and what you want is in harmony right so you can change what you want so that's why showing gratitude actually has such a profound effect on your happiness right because when you appreciate your present what you already have it will kind of curb your desires for more which yeah which will make you happy but but okay but another thing i was gonna say is about the internal versus external dichotomy of happiness i learned that the hard way so i think the general the most common example used for this is money right like if i'm not happy with my $50,000 income um I salary I will not be happy if I had a million dollar per year income because once your the amount of money you earn reaches the level of financial stability where you're able to constantly be able to comfortably live a lifestyle without like living on the streets, then more money won't make you happy. As Justin Kahn said in a Reddit AMA, some of the most unhappiest people he knows are p-millionaires and oh, Justin Kahn by the way, is the co-founder of Twitch and He says, yeah, some of the most unhappy people he knows are millionaires. That relates to, so money is a classical example, right? But that also applies in other areas, applies to anything external, including, I shall say, achievements, awards, grades, marks from school, and external validation. Here's what I mean. So for validation, this is also something I have realized with my own behavior, where I would want to seek validation, but... I want to check Twitter. Like I have a habit of constantly checking Twitter whenever I'm bored because seeing that notification number rise just makes me happy, Um, gives me a dopamine boost. And I would also commonly seek validation from others uh, when others told me I'm a hardworking person, I have great prospects for the future, stuff like that. It just, it, like, it gave me opening boost, but also, like that's something I used to just send her a lot of what I cared about around. But validation will not make you happier, whether you got your validation or not. And I, um, yeah, I tweeted about this. I, I got this insight while talking to my friend Jessica. And yeah, so validation won't make you happy even if you received it because I have received many compliments and if i'm not happy with the amount of compliments that i have already received then getting another compliment it might give me a short dopamine boost but it won't make me happier in the long term right and i have realized this and because of this i started a well, i have a notion document where i title it be happy and the intention is just i i screenshot like every time someone says something nice to me that makes me happy i i like i just screenshot and put it there, and it's just kind of to remind me that like there's already so much I can be happy about so if I'm not happy with this document of compliments I've already received, then I won't be happy with more validation and that's still something I'm kind of struggling with. I still have a addiction to checking twitter notifications but but we'll see uh i'm working on if you have any tips let me know uh yeah but the third thing was so it's money more money won't make you happier more validation won't make you happier and more awards won't make you happier so if you know me before like two years ago you would know that i was like a pretty kind of big teacher's pet like i I cared a lot about grades and I cared a lot about getting like all those awards at school. But what I realized, like after years of just chasing shiny medals is that shiny medals don't make you happier either. And like when I see a medal, right, I think like I would just imagine how it'd be like to be on the stage receiving it. But once I get it, you realize they're just all worthless pieces of cold metal. And now I'm like, it's like when you have reached a point where you're like drowning in these awards, like they don't make you happier. Same with higher grades. Like high, chasing higher grades is the same hedonic treadmill as chasing more money. Like I would compare that. Just like more money won't make you happier, getting higher grades won't. And right now, uh, my my average at school is a 97 My last year's average was a 96. And, like, my grades are generally good. But I I just, like, they don't make me, like, I don't even know why I, like, I mean, I know why I work so hard towards them. But, like, I don't think, I don't think I should anymore, like, just for the grades. I mean, I have already been trying not to do that Uh, in the past, like, one semester. I have attempted and uh, not really an experiment, but like I read a Paul Graham essay where Paul Graham met someone, a psychology student or a philosophy student who said, I don't care about what grade I get in any of my classes. I measure my success from this class only by how much I learned. And I found that like I w- when I first read that, my reaction was, I want to do that. Like a life where I only care about what I learn. Like that sounds like heaven. So that's what I did. Uh, gotta take action. Uh, so in the last semester, I tried to t- change my focus to focusing intentionally on what I learned from my classes and not from grades. And by the way, I'm a high school student. I go to high school full time. So yeah, I have classes and I've tried that. And I feel like when I am able to really truly internalize prioritizing the learning, like in those classes, as I'm listening to my teacher, like teach about for example, um, my science teacher um about chemistry bonds, she's uh she's really passionate about chemistry and I found myself like genuinely genuinely curious about this subject. Like like damn, like if you if you take high school chemistry, like those molecules are smart, yo, like the atoms like coming together in like just perfect ways that just bond to make all the perfect molecules like like when you like you know the classic where when you see how a human body works you're like there's no way like divinity didn't create that like it's because it's just so perfect like i literally felt that when i thought about atoms like they just the chemical reactions like you just balance out so perfectly like like i mean if like I mean, it's not natural selection that created it, right? But like, it's just—I don't know. Universe is magical. Ah, uh, but that was off topic. But yes, once I realized I, I'm pri—I internally am prioritizing learning over grades. It did make me. It did like make me more content, but it's so hard to do that. Like especially when the whole school system is actively working against you. Like trying to prioritize learning over grades is like you're swimming uphill against the current. And like even during those chemistry classes, like my teachers would just bring up like this is a question I would ask in the test. It would be worth three marks and I will assign you maybe around three minutes to do this type of question. And I'd be like I will be like like I don't I don't care about how many marks is on the test but like i just want to learn but but whatever i mean can't control that right so uh yes okay so a point i'm trying to say yeah just wrapping it all up uh more have better grades won't make you happier so i've been trying to not care about that but even if you care about higher grades but but it, i don't know it's not it's not going super well like i still find myself obsessively checking my average the same way i obsessively check twitter notifications but Okay. But anyway, yeah, back to the point. So if more grades, more money and more validation will not make you happier, like more external, anything will not make you happier. That's what I would say. Anything external will not make you happier. Like, uh, so which is why happiness has to come from within. Oh yes, that's cheesy. You've heard that before, but I want to even take that further. I want to say that happiness is 100% internal. Remember at the beginning when I said the one reason that causes happiness is harmony and is harmony alone? Well, yeah, and I will say that. But I would also say, actually, I would say happiness is 100% percent caused internally. Outside matters don't matter at all. Like there's, for example, you think, well, you can't be happy, right? If you, if your like safety is threatened, if you don't have a happy marriage or, okay, forgive me if I'm being very naive. Uh, I'm just, but uh, hear this out. So uh, yeah, right. For example, like people can be happy as they're that when they have cancer and they're lying on their deathbed knowing that they're about to die, if they are internally at peace with themselves and they are satisfied with their place in life, their heart they're in harmony, their expectations matches their reality, and they are internally peaceful. Even as you're lying on your deathbed, you can be in a state of happiness. And so could you when if you're if you're like if you have past traumatizing events like and or okay, shall I make radical k claims or not but huh, okay, but even like you're if you're working in a in a career that you despise, like yes, you can be happy because your happiness is a hundred percent internal. You can, you can like work if you're okay. If you're, let's just use a career example. If you are working in a career you don't like, well, firstly, um, you can take the harmony route. You try to make harmony with your, your, your environment and your, what, and your internal right external internal harmony then you can adjust what you internally want so that it matches the external circumstance you can change yourself to either enjoy this career that you're working find good parts of it good parts that you, like like and nice parts of it that you can show gratitude for and appreciate right you can enjoy it and or you can choose to internally not care about whether you're working a career you like you can like kind of divert your energy to other places like i my goal in life is now to raise healthy children and this career will just help me provide for them or you can look at it like a challenge like i will try to find a better career like like stoicism right think about focus on what you can control versus what you can't so even if you're in a like a crappy like situation where traditionally you other people or the norm will say that you can't be happy you can change how you internally react and you can be happy and i would say you can be happy internally regardless of any external circumstance even if you're about to die you can be happy even if you are um working a crappy career stuck in a in a lousy marriage and or even you have you're like if all your if you if uh, if you're like me in grade two constantly bullied every day in school like you whatever your external circumstance you can always internally find a way to be happy because I would say, regardless of what life throws at you, if you're if you have a peace of mind, if you're homeless but you're satisfied and fulfilled in how hard you are working to get out of it, and your mind is at peace, then you can be happy. So happiness relies a hundred percent on what you feel inside, what your uh your your feel, your what your what you, how you choose to respond, like your peace of mind, basically. So. That's why I would make the argument that theoretically, happiness is 100% internal. Yes, I think that's my argument, that theoretically, happiness is 100% internal. Whether anyone can actually implement that in practice, I would say it's probably not possible. <laughs> okay, wait. I mean, like theoretically, it's possible. But like in practice, it'll be very hard to get there, right? So... But, but theoretically, I would say happiness is a hundred per cent internal. uh, yes, okay, so now that that is over, I have made my main point. I just kind of want to talk about my personal world view about happiness and how that has shifted my worldview has shifted pretty quickly drastically in the last like two months it has shifted more in 2021 so far than like all of 2020 combined so because I've been having some conversations with my dad and a few friends uh shout out to you you know who you are if you're listening to this and I think my okay basically in the past um I, okay, so I was someone I, like, I basically thought, like, happiness, it has to come from your hard work, right? Like, like, since I was a kid, like, a very young kid, in, like, when I was, like, in kindergarten, or even before that, I guess the virtue that my parents taught me was that you have to work hard now to be happy later. It's kind of like no pain, no gain. You suffer now so you can be happier later, right? That's just, that's just my, that was like basically my model of how I would act for the first like 10 years of my life. That was how I acted. I would suffer now to enjoy life later. And that was, I mean, that served me pretty well in many places. Like I worked Hard in school, even when I hated it, I would that gave me a reason to exercise. I used to actually be a long distance runner, and like running like 5k is like, I mean, that's the most I've done. (laughs) Okay, some of you will think that's not a long distance, but it was it was it's tiring. Like, there's so many points when you're running that you want to give up, want to stop, and it's so much more comforting, but this it helped me keep going and it's like if I run more now right I will enjoy it later and yeah so so it's happiness it's like so so that served me pretty well in many places but then that changed when I was like 10 years old or so I started reading self-help and then it's like there was this kind of rhetoric that like if you are constantly like putting off your happiness to the to later right then then when will you ever get that happiness? Like today, I say I will work hard, so I'll be happy next year. And then next year, I say I will work hard, so I'll be happy the year after that. It's the same idea as postponing your task to tomorrow, always saying I'll do it tomorrow, and then you end up never doing it because there's always tomorrow. Then similarly, you can always postpone your happiness to tomorrow, and then you'll just never reach it because every day you can say I'll work hard to be happier later. So so yeah that that it gave that gave me a internal dilemma for a pretty long time like i didn't know what to believe because both sides made sense like on one hand i did want to work hard and suffer now to preserve my future but on the other hand there's also like live in the present and enjoy today because like live every day as if it's your last day right but okay so that gave me some internal conflicts and uh but after a while I discovered optimistic nihilism and that's basically saying that yes life is short and the purpose of your life well there actually is no purpose of your life is nihilism but uh but like if they're uh yeah but it's just that so my worldview then I think that was like around three years ago so like maybe when I was like 12 13 I kind of adopted that like my worldview from then on was that uh was that yes life is short and my purpose and well life has no purpose right so why would you do anything other than enjoy life if life has no purpose but so you do want to enjoy life but instant gratification is not gratifying like (laughs) like going on social media. Yeah. Instagram. Instagram is instant gratification. But do you ever leave Instagram feeling happy? I certainly don't. So the, yes, you do want to be happy, but the purpose, but not the purpose, but fulfillment is a higher quality happiness than instant gratification. So therefore I would work hard because i want that future fulfillment that would be higher quality happiness and and yeah i think that's so that's why that's how i justified working hard and also impacting like other people's lives i wanted to have my existence have a net benefit on humanity kind of so like i improve more people's lives than the people's lives who i like bring down that's yeah that idea right so uh, so that's how I justify working hard. But well, what am I, okay, where am I trying to go with this? Yes, yes, so, so I wanted to work hard for fulfillment, but, but then recently I've been thinking about this internal, external dichotomy and it's like, why does one need to work hard? Because when you're working hard, you are like, remember how happiness is expectations minus reality? When you work hard, you are trying to bring your reality to match the expectations, right? Like if I'm working hard to, uh, I don't know, on this podcast, then that's because I have a dream of being a successful podcast host. So I will work hard on this podcast to bring my actual podcast, hopefully, to that dream and bring this podcast like success or something like that, right? But but so that's why you will work hard. You would want to shift the reality term of the equation. But if happiness is 100% internal, then you could just shift your internal wants and you can be happy with your, With not working hard. Like, I used to, like, instant gratification is not gratifying, but that's only if you don't let it be gratifying, right? Like, if I go on Instagram and I don't enjoy it, maybe that's because I feel guilty that I'm wasting my time, but I don't have to be feel guilty. I, that guilt is a social construct that. I don't know capitalism has built because oh your value comes from how much you work hard so uh, if you don't work hard you're not contributing value to society okay that's a different topic but it's a but anyway guilt is a social construct i don't need to feel guilty if i am going on instagram and because happiness is 100 percent internal i can't change my how i feel react internally right so then what if I just spent all my time, like I give up my podcast streams because I don't need it to be happy. I can be happy not working hard and spending my time on Instagram if I don't feel guilty about it and I don't have to feel guilty about it. And so like, um, because like I'm only feeling guilty because I'm conditioned to feel guilty. So like I can undo conditioning and like blah. Right. So, so it will be, so that kind of, feels like like i so i do believe theoretically right now i believe that theoretically i can you can a person can be happy without working hard and you don't need hard work to be happy that's that's what i believe right now you don't and you can be happy just spending your days playing video games or like drinking or uh, going on instagram or something like that that would traditionally be considered instant gratification and doesn't bring long-term happiness. Like you can't change your, it's internal, right? So you can't, you can't change how you feel, how you react. So to not be guilty and you can enjoy it very much. And you can, but, but I would say, uh, theoretically you can, but firstly, most people can't because of um, conditioning or just because of the human desire to like achieve and people don't want to give up their dreams right so i would say most people cannot um cannot be happy without working hard but theoretically you can and even if theoretically you can though but as for me i do not want to pursue that route i don't want to be happy from not working hard i even though I know it's possible, I don't want to work to make that possible for me. I I guess I still want to work hard. And I mean, you can see I'm recording this. And yeah, I do want to work hard. And that is because right now that's just because I want to build the life I am excited to live. That is, I realized like pretty recently, like last month or so that Everything I have ever wanted, which was um grow on YouTube, um uh, yes, I wanted to be a youtuber and um even podcasting, writing, blogging, oh, I wanted to be a entrepreneur, I wanted to go to space and go to Mars, I wanted a strong network and know many cool people, and I wanted um yeah, I wanted to go to like the united states i uh and but like everything I had wanted was because I wanted a life that I am excited to live. That as Elon Musk puts when he talks about going to Mars, it's like you need a reason to wake up in the morning excited to be alive, right? And Mars definitely made me excited to be alive. That's why I wanted to go. But the soul is everything else I have striven for, like my network, um, network, content creation, like growing on YouTube, um, being an entrepreneur, those all just sound super exciting to me, which is is why I wanted them. So now my kind of, I'm kind of like not, I'm just, my main mantra right now would just be to build the life I am excited to live. I will work hard towards those things and I'll be intentional towards what I work hard towards, such as um, quantum computing, entrepreneurial pursuits and content Trying to grow my YouTube and uh stuff. I in stuff things that bring things that are exciting to me that get me like literally like giddy with excitement and like <laughs> when I think about it and I work hard towards that and I'm kind of like I'm ditching like not ditching but like kind of just setting all my other philosophy. I ever had to side, and all other connotations of worldviews and whatnot, just all to decide, I'm gonna focus on this for now, just build the life I want to live. That will involve hard work and so that's why I work hard. Yeah, I work hard not because I want some abstract notion of fulfillment like I used to or because I'm following my blind conditioning, but because I want the life that I am excited to wake up in the morning to live. I think maybe that's how I'll measure success. Hmm. Okay, so one last note before I leave. One last thing is that why do people ever do anything? Okay, like for example, why would Einstein work hard like staying up late at night to develop relativity why does um like a friend dixon i have why does he say he want to impact billions of people like willing to go through tremendous hard work for that like startups many founders have sleepless nights like they like elon musk sleeping on the in the tesla factory floor and like they're all they all work so hard like why would anyone work so hard like i am so I'm talking about big picture, and I guess the conclusion I came to is basically: Is it because they all want to be happy? Like, if even if I want to do good for the world, like I want to improve the lives of, um, of like <clears throat> people who are not as well off as me, right? Like, like why is it because, like, ultimately, if I improve someone else's life that will make me happy to know that i have done so like spending time with family that makes me happy is it because i think that like uh living a life where i guess uh, if i go to mars like that will make me happy like i guess i feel like ultimately yes my take right now is yes Anyone that ever works hard on anything is because it will bring them a desirable feeling such as happiness or either that or the journey does. So like the hard work itself you are enjoying. And if that's the case, that's great for you. I don't know if I can say that about myself, but I mean, yeah, sure. I'm enjoying talking right now as I speak. So but, but yeah, so anything you ever do is because you, your light at the end of the tunnel is a feeling. And I kind of like, even when I say I want to build a life, I'm excited to live. Ultimately, I'm still chasing a feeling, right? The feeling of excitement and content and like a peaceful mind. So, so like, it's all contingent on feelings. Everything you ever do is because you're optimizing for a feeling at the end of the day. All your logical decisions, like prioritizing the long-term over your short term, you might say that's being rational over conceding to a feeling. But ultimately, when you is still prioritizing feelings. You're prioritizing your long-term feelings over your short-term feelings. When you're being rational, instead of indulging your money on um, like a Gucci bag that you feel uh like kind of impulse to buy, you will save the money, right? And that's still considering your feelings because you think saving the money will make you happier than getting that Gucci handbag and it's like even rationality is ultimately based on feelings because every single decision you ever make is optimizing for a feeling and i i find that funny like i mean i've always like just had the notion that you shouldn't make decisions off of feelings right you should make decisions based off of cold hard facts and logic alone don't let your feelings influence your decisions but you're optimizing for a feeling at the end of the day. I don't know. That's that's a closing thought. Thank you for listening to this episode and have a great day. Uh, I hope you have a great day. And uh, if you have any thoughts, feel free to contact me in any way you want to contact me. And yes, thank you for listening.